Hello, I'm Stacy Piggott, and this is Seizing Life. If you are 14 years old and have epilepsy, what can you do to stop it? That was the question Henry Ida asked his mom. Their answer was the start of Henry's Heroes, a nonprofit whose goal is to raise awareness and funds for epilepsy research and support. Since 2013, Henry's Heroes has raised over $50,000 to support several epilepsy organizations. Henry and his mom, Nancy, are here to remind us that not just parents can make a difference in the fight against the epilepsy monster. Thank you so much, Henry and Nancy, for being here today on Seizing Life. No problem. Thanks for having us. So, Nancy, you and I met several years ago and bonded over our um, children's epilepsy and worked together extensively on some advocacy projects and fundraising. And um, then uh, Henry started Henry's Heroes. And um, before we get to talking to you, Henry, about Henry's Heroes, Nancy, could you describe um, what Henry's epilepsy um, is like and how that's impacted your family? It's been a long road and it's definitely shaped our family and how we operate and how we've evolved as a family um, and how all of my children have developed, to be honest. Um, Henry started having seizures when he was uh, just before his fifth birthday. He had a seven-minute grand mal seizure at his grandma's house and then he had another one three weeks later and then another one three weeks later and then they progressed and got really bad and um, he ended up in the... Um, ICU downtown at Children's for a month, and the only way he they could stop his seizures was to put him into a coma. So he was in status epilepticus, and um, they had to shut off his brain and restart it and hope that it reset, which it did, thankfully. But he was asleep for almost a month, and I brought home a five-year-old who had to learn how to walk again and talk again. He spent six months in rehab, and then uh, two weeks after we got home, the seizures came back. Mm -hmm. So we had to add this really heavy hitting drug called Felbamate, and um, that did the trick. And he did well. He was on just Felbamate for a long time, and he remained uh, seizure free for um, almost two years. And then at that point, we decided to start weaning him and see how he reacts. Um, because as we know, many kids that get epilepsy as a young adult can potentially outgrow it as the brain changes. And so we slowly took the meds away over about six to eight months and Henry did well. So we were seizure-free, drug-free for a year and a half. And how did that feel? Awesome, but felt like I was walking on eggshells, mm -hmm. just never really knowing if it was gonna come back. And I started feeling pretty comfortable after about a year. And then we started having some episodes where we were staring and not being able to communicate with him and um, stopping in time and not being able to move. And so we brought him in and they said, unfortunately, the epilepsy was back. So that was a pretty devastating blow. Yeah. I felt like someone just pulled that rug out from underneath me again and we were back on the floor and fighting our way up. So it was tough, and then they started getting worse again. So they went from staring seizures to the grand malls, and um, that's when we decided to do something about it. Henry, is there anything that you want to add to your mom's description of your epilepsy? Yeah, it affected my ability to do stuff on my own, like riding a bike and going to a friend's house on my own and so on and so on. 
has had an impact on your whole childhood. All those yeah. activities we kind of take for granted and, you know, you have to kind of be more mindful of, of the risks of riding a bike and things like that. Yeah. Where did the idea for Henry's Heroes come from? Well, I had a big seizure. I told my mom, I want to, um, I want to uh, stop it or let's stop this. And that's how Heroes was created. He, um, he ended up having a couple of bad seizures in gym class in front of all his classmates. And um, they were extremely supportive. After the second one, a few weeks after the first one, they all went home and told their parents, we need to fix Henry. Mm -hmm. And Henry woke up after that seizure and said, well, you know, we need to make these stop. So um, I said, let's do something about it. I said, all your friends want to help. Why don't we come up with something? So we came up, uh, Henry didn't want to really call it Henry's Heroes. He just wanted to call it Heroes. So hero is, what does hero stand for? Do you want to Henry's say it? Henry's educating research and outreach to end epilepsy soon. So that's what hero stands for. And then Henry drew an awesome logo, which is on his shirt. And can you tell him what that is? Oh, it's the epilepsy monster that I drew when I was like... Third grade. Third grade. Yeah. Because ep epilepsy is kind of a monster, right? Yeah. So we came up with a logo and um, got some t-shirts made and asked our friends if they would buy a t-shirt and consider joining us to maybe do some fundraising to raise awareness and money, right? Right. And um, make a difference because we couldn't control the seizures at that time, but um, we could control how we dealt with it. Mm -hmm. And doing something positive made more sense than just sitting there. Hi, this is Brandon from Citizens United for Research in Epilepsy or Cure. Did you know that one in 26 Americans will develop epilepsy in their lifetime? At CURE, our mission is to find a cure for epilepsy by promoting and funding patient-focused research. Learn more at cureepilepsy.org. Now back to this episode of Seizing Life. Who are your volunteers? Who helps you? 75 kids and my mom, mostly my friends from my school. What kind of activities do you like to do? Um, we do car washes, sidewalk sales, bowling events, and so on and so on. What's your favorite one so far? Well, my favorite one is um, the one we did about the movie, where we, um, where me and my friends uh, uh, went in my dream and fought the epilepsy monster. So where is the movie? It's on the website and YouTube. What's the basic story of the movie? The basic story is, in the movie, there's like uh, a kid that uh, says he can um, enter people's minds and like uh, we end up going in my mind and uh, fighting the epilepsy monster. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that um, where it all comes down to the main character. And who's the main character? Me. All right. <laughs> as well it should be. So Nancy, what kind of an undertaking was that for the organization? Um, it was actually really easy. Um, and another um, way to get great support with a project that you want to do is to reach out to people who are knowledgeable in that field. And um, one of Henry's fourth grade teachers, um, Drew Peterson, um, happened to teach a photography camp and a movie making camp over the summer. And Henry really wanted to partake in that. So I approached him about um, doing a movie for Henry because he asked me, he said, Mom, I really want to make a movie. And mm -hmm. I said, well, let's ask Mr. P. So we reached out to him, and during the movie-making camp, we got consent from the parents and the kids if they would be okay being in a movie that would be on the Internet. 
and the kids wrote the story um, together, and we made a four-foot epilepsy monster that actually cruises down the hall and uh, chases the kids, and they battle him, just like in our logo, with swords mm -hmm. and weapons, right? Yep. So it's a pretty cool movie. I like how it's not just, you know, posted out there, but you're also able to use it you know, before other events and showing it and using it as part of your messaging right. too of the organization. So it serves that kind of purpose as well. Yes. Yes, it's pretty fun. How much money have you raised? 50,000, um, well, yeah, 50,000 ever since 2013. We've, we give money um, to organizations that support epilepsy funding. That's really, really an amazing sum of money. Um, how do you decide who gets, you know, I know that you've been very generous with that money and dividing it up amongst different epilepsy groups. Um, how, who makes that decision? Sometimes we'll go to events and support things that way. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. we'll get asked for a need. So we, we kind of farm it out to make sure we get, you know, foundations that are doing research, not only research, but support programs as well. So it's nice to kind of diversify and, and give our funds to a little bit to everybody. And so we're all making an impact while we go through this together. Right, right. What, what have some of your volunteers um, learned from doing something like this? Uh, well, they learned um, responsibility and... Well, they learned, um, they learned how, how to go ask for donations, right? That's a pretty hard thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's, uh, it's pretty much me and 75 of your friends, right? So the kids do most of the work. I'm kind of the secretary. I kind of gather everybody for meetings and kind of lay out the plan of what we need to do and the kids go do the asking. So if we're having an event and we need raffle items, the kids go to town and they ask the adults that they don't know if they can have a raffle item and it's hard work and it's kind of scary to walk up to a stranger that you don't know and ask for something. Mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, in particular, there's this one boy who was just incredibly shy. And we were out in a group um, in town trying to ask for donations. And he did not want to ask and did not want to ask. He was just kind of hanging back. And it's hard, right, Henry, to walk into a store yeah. and ask people for help. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, near the end, I said, OK, it's your turn. And he said, OK. And he did a great job. And I could tell that that moment really made a difference for him. Yeah. I think walking up to a stranger and asking for a donation really made him realize that, wow, that wasn't so hard, you know, and, and um, I could see the difference in him after that. And then the next time we went out, he jumped right in and said, I'll ask. And um, that was a, that was a big moment for me, making, making me realize that I've made a difference in this other child's life as yeah. well. Yeah. So we're, we're learning about um, all different aspects of, of fundraising. There's so many worthy causes out there. Right. Um, it's, it, it can be very crowded. Um, how do you find that you're able to stand out? How, you know, how do you think that you're able to attract attention to heroes? Well, uh, I meet friends along the way in school. I um, mention heroes sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's sometimes a matter of what I do. Yeah, and they know you. Yeah. And they like you, and so they kind of want to help. And you tell him how much fun we have. So he'll come home from school and say, Mom, I think I got a new hero. 
have you ever gotten new volunteers just from, I know that you've participated in some of the sidewalk sales and things like that. Have you ever had anyone come up to you who knows someone with epilepsy or wanted to join Heroes because of their own experience with epilepsy? We've had a lot of pe people come up and offer support because they do know somebody with mm -hmm. epilepsy, so they will make a donation even if they don't really know us. Yeah. But and they always stop and look at the booth, and they're like, "Oh, my cousin has epilepsy," or you know, "I know a friend who has epilepsy," and so which is nice. They stop, they donate, they you know gather information, especially if they're local, right. and usually pass right. it out. But um, yeah, it's mainly you know some of just Henry's friends. It's really you know gained kind of we're kind of gaining momentum as we. As we go along here, we started with, like I said, 30 of his friends, and most of those friends are the ones who saw him have the grand mal seizure in yeah. gym class. And as you kind of know, there's life before epilepsy, life before that first seizure, and life after that first seizure. And I think even for his friends that saw that seizure, um, they were really profoundly affected by what they saw happen to their friend, and they really wanted to do something about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I think that memory is still with them. I mean, I've had kids come up to me, and this was you know, six years ago saying, that really scared me and I really mm -hmm. want to help Henry and I'll never forget that seizure. Yeah, yeah. How would you, or what recommendation would you make to families with kids with epilepsy um, encouraging their own child to be an advocate? We're so used to seeing us parents as advocates um, for our kids or for our kids' at, um, epilepsy, but I think the unique thing about Heroes is that this is really coming from a kid you know, what recommendations or advice would you give to other families? Really just talk about it. You know, for so long, epilepsy was kind of something you didn't talk about. You didn't talk about seizures, you know, you didn't want to let people know that you had epilepsy because there was a huge stigma attached to it. And I think, you know, you really just have to start changing the conversation. And um, obviously, you know, the cat got out of the bag with Henry when he had those seizures in front of everybody, but people knew he had, you know, epilepsy before that. But once it was more visible, we really wanted to talk about it. So I talk about it probably almost every day to anybody I meet. I'm like, oh yes, I have a son with epilepsy and this is what we did and this is how we started it. And I think talking about it makes, um, makes it almost easier to kind of deal with too. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it can be empowering just to start something to make a difference, whether it's having, we started off with lemonade and hot dog stands, didn't we? Yeah. In the beginning. Um, we live pretty close to the high school, so setting up shop at, at the corner of uh, New Trier and selling hot dogs to uh, those hungry cross-country runners yeah. after races was uh, an easy target. Yeah. So um, just doing something minor, but it, it's empowering to do something and, um, and then be able to give back. And um, I think the kids all feel that. Um, there's a lot of excitement that goes as the day goes on, as the sidewalk sale nears its end, and we see how much money's in that can. And all those dollar bills add up, and the kids get pretty excited. They, want, they all want to count the money. They want to see where, where are we going to put it. And I said, well, we'll see who needs it and um, who we haven't given to in a while, and we'll figure out where it goes. But um, it can be very empowering to just do something positive. But I think talking about it, accepting that this is what you have, and finding a way to process it and deal with it. This for us, this has been a really um, a positive experience. And I know I've heard from many parents that they're very appreciative that um, we've given their kids a way to um, empower themselves to help their friend. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it can be a pretty powerful thing. Nancy, as a mom, how, um, do you see any changes in Henry since taking on this role and this responsibility? Um, I do. I see he's a lot of confidence. Um, he's, he's, like I said, he is 
owned the fact that he has epilepsy. It's part of who he is. It's definitely shaped who he is as a as a young man, and um, it's been a it's been a really powerful thing for him. So yeah. he's it's really helped him um, blossom. I think as an individual, it's something that he's very proud of. Henry, how has Heroes helped you as you think about your own epilepsy? Has doing this changed how you view it? Uh, yeah, it has changed um, how I view it immensely, actually. At first I thought of it as a torture, but now I just view it as a way to help me make friends because of the organization. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing about epilepsy is you can't necessarily see it all the time. Mm -hmm. um, Henry's been seizure-free now for eight months, and in general, he looks like a normal 14-year-old boy, but he takes 16 pills a day. He has to make sure he has to get sleep. He can't ride a bike. He can't ride a skateboard, unless he's kind of holding on to something. But when we started Heroes, um, selfishly as a mother, I wanted the world to know that my son had epilepsy because I knew this was going to impact who he was as a person. And I really wanted to change the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want him to be treated differently because he had epilepsy. I wanted people to know he had epilepsy. Um, that might be why he's more shy or he's quiet or he has trouble finding his words or that's why he's staring into space when you're talking to him and he can't answer you. I think it, I thought I felt it was really important to let all the kids um, and our family and community know that um, this is happening to my child. And I kind of wanted to be a voice for him. Um, I think it, it's important to be vocal about something that um, that you have that you have to deal with that is a struggle. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of selfishly, I kind of wanted to make sure that there was no more stigma attached to epilepsy. It was kind of my mission. Um, it became kind of the drive for me to get more kids involved and get it out there that um, this is happening to my child. Raising yeah. awareness was a big part of Heroes in, in my book. Yeah. Well, and not only is Henry having the tools and um, around advocacy at such a young age, but all of the 75 heroes that are along the whole journey and process with him you're getting them at a young age and breaking down that stigma before it even develops. Right. So right. that cycle gets broken right. right there. Right. I really do think we're changing the conversation um, from how it used to be, you know, even 10, 20 years ago. It can't be understated too how brave you are, Henry, to put yourself and your story out there. You know, not every person struggling with the different with all different issues is always comfortable doing that, and it's just really admirable and brave that you've put it out there and have put it out there into the universe to do something really great with it too. Um, so that's you're really to be commended for that, Henry. That's awesome. Thank you, Henry and Nancy, for your awe-inspiring story. You can learn more about Henry's heroes at HenryHeroesFoundation.com. And both parents and kids can use your talents and interests to raise vital funds for epilepsy research by becoming a Cure Champion. Visit cureepilepsy.org forward slash Cure Champions or email events at cureepilepsy.org to get started. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Cure. The information contained herein is provided for general information only 
and does not offer medical advice or recommendations. Individuals should not rely on this information as a substitute for consultations with qualified healthcare professionals who are familiar with individual medical conditions and needs. Cure strongly recommends that care and treatment decisions related to epilepsy and any other medical condition be made in consultation with a patient's physician or other qualified healthcare professionals who are familiar with the individual's specific health situation.